everybody, and welcome to RV Miles, your home for RV and camping news, reviews, travel guides, and more. I'm Jason. And I'm Abby, and this is episode 68, the holiday gift guide episode. And if you want to get today's show notes, you can head over to rvmiles.com slash podcast. You can also find RV Miles on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And Jason and I, along with Jack, Ethan, and Henry, and a soon-to-be repaired Wanderbus are over at OurWanderingFamily.com and you can find us at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. This is the part where I normally tell you what the episode is about. <laughs> I beat you to it. just beat me to it. I was so excited. This is our holiday gift guide episode and we've got a whole lot of fun stuff to talk about for you this week. Uh, I'm really excited about all the different things that we've tried out and and the ones that we're you know wanting to tell you that you should go buy this for your friends and family because it's really awesome yeah this has been really fun putting together this year it's been several months in the making and i still am kind of having a hard time though wrapping my head around the fact that the holidays are here they are just they thanksgiving are is thanksgiving is less than a week away it is and i was thinking about this the other day and i think the reason why for me i'm having such a hard time sort of embracing the fact that the holidays are here is that the environment in which I am in right now does not scream holidays to me. I'm a Midwestern girl. I've spent all of my holidays in the Midwest and it should be cold yeah. and snowing. It is snowing in both Kansas City and Chicago right now. And we are in the LA area still enjoying beautiful upper 70s 80 degree weather we're in shorts and shirts and i just i'm having a hard time connecting yeah even though we travel full-time we're often heading back towards the midwest families at this time of year but not this time no i don't even know where our winter coats are (laughs) that's wild to me that it's november and i don't even know where the winter coats are we're gonna spend thanksgiving with abby's brother's family out here we weren't planning to, but the issues with the bus have have changed that for us. So we're just going to spend it with Abby's family out here because we would never have made it back to Kansas City in time anyway. So the bus is almost done. Uh, getting I cannot repaired. wait. I cannot it's wait. It's going to cost us an arm and a leg. It already has. But. <laughs> yes. Which is another reason why we're not going anywhere right now. We have to mend those arms and legs yeah, before we, we can get back on the road. We'll just sit here and enjoy this weather, which is yeah. nice. So we're excited to talk to you about all the gifts we have to suggest this week. We've got a bunch of news items. We've got a tip. We've got a new sponsor. A lot of fun stuff on the show this week. But first, this episode is sponsored by L.L. Bean. And this year, L.L. Bean is joining up with the National Park Foundation, the official nonprofit partner of the National Park Service, to help you find your happy place in an amazing system of more than 400 national parks, including historic and cultural sites, monuments, preserves, lakeshores and seashores that dot the American landscape, many of which you'll find just a short trip from home. L.L. Bean is proud to be an official partner of the National Park Foundation. Discover your perfect day in a park at findyourpark.com. Being here in L.A., we are near one of the forest fires that's happening right now, the the big Woolsey fire. Uh, And that's really our first news item this week is the fires in California that have just continued this year to devastate this state. 
the Woolsey Fire has scorched 83% of the National Park Service land within the Santa Monica Mountain National Recreation Area. 83%. Which is, and, and that just borders LA. And we've, we've been sitting here watching the news and seeing some of these multi-million dollar mansions burned down entirely. I think uh, we watched Kelsey Grammer's house go up yeah. in flames last week, which is weird to say, but it just, the way it happened too, like they happened to get footage, like right as it was starting and it felt a little um, invasive to yeah, be well, watching got it a helicopters bit. flying over it and, you know. Yeah, it's it's been very strange because there seems to be a lot of focus on sort of like celebrities and are their homes okay? But of course, normal people have been losing their homes too. Yes, Not that celebrities aren't normal people, but we've no, got they're National just Park like you Service and me. rangers in, that live in, in the Santa Monica mountains that have lost their homes. There's not a trail open in the Santa Monica mountains. No. They have closed the entire park down at this point. I don't know how long that's going to be, but that just kind of gives you an idea of the vastness of the devastation and what this fire has done to this portion of California. It is unreal. Yeah. I mean, we're talking real population centers here. We've been able to smell the smoke several days uh, where we are. It's definitely a haze in the air often, depending on the way the wind's blowing. And then you've got the campfire. Uh, it's not a campfire. It's called the campfire. Uh, yeah. That's it very confusing. Is confusing, but it's uh, this fire is burning up in Northern California. And this is, become now they've had uh, a whole lot of deaths it's become the if not the deadliest almost the deadliest fire in california history up there Uh, it's just it's uh really hard to continue to watch yeah you know just when you thought that the west was sort of out of out of the woods with all the fires and here they are again so uh sad news and we continue to follow that especially as we are sitting here close to it my brother uh my brother lives out here as well and uh, in his place is, is fairly close to the Woolsey fire. So next in the news, Harvest Hosts. You may have heard of this organization. Harvest Hosts is a company that allows you to pay an annual fee and then you can set up boondocking at different wineries and farms and museums, attractions like that across the country. It's kind of similar to Boondockers Welcome, which you've heard us talk about week after week. Here on the show, Harvest Host, we don't have any experience with, but it's a it's sort of a similar thing. And you go to these different places, and they uh, they have just announced a a price increase for for the coming year. This seems to be the theme of 2018. Everyone just seems to be raising their prices across the board <laughs> for the coming year, and it's this sort of mass panic to like get whatever that is as soon as you can get it before they jack the price up because it's not like we're talking five ten dollars this is a thirty dollar price jump it's going from forty nine dollars to seventy nine dollars yeah so if you get in now you can still get harvest host it's a very popular program uh you can still get it for the forty nine dollar annual fee and we actually have a ten percent discount for you i'll link to the the article talking about the price increase in the show notes and and the link is sort of at the bottom there where you can go and sign up for a, a new Harvest Host membership and get another 10% off of that $59. And if you sign up now, you'll be able to renew next year, theoretically, at the same 
$49 price. So the $79 price is just for people who have lapsed their membership or for people who start a new membership after January 1st. So if you're interested in checking that out, or if you already use Harvest Host, let us know what you think about it, because we're interested in trying it, but we just haven't yet. We get a lot of mileage out of our Boondockers Welcome yeah, we uh, do. membership, so we, we use that quite a bit. Next in the news, we meant to talk about this last week, because it actually t- happened before last week's episode. Verizon has announced, they didn't even really they didn't an- announce. announce this. This was, this was like backdoor sliding into here. Look, we have some new options in our plans well, sort of announcement. They, they, they sort of redid their prepaid plans and the pricing on them. And, and what they sort of stuck in there was a virtually unlimited hotspot. And if you've heard us talk internet data in the past, you know that hotspot data or mobile data is a hard thing to come by, you know, to get a lot of it for cheap. There are virtually no unlimited plans, no real unlimited plans for hotspot data out there. And Verizon has now released this prepaid hotspot plan. So you have to have a a jetpack device, their little portable jetpack device. And you can then go get a prepaid unlimited plan attached to that. And you get virtually unlimited data for $65 a month, which is a really good deal because some people are out there are paying like $300 a month for unlimited data through some of these grandfathered plants. The catch is because it's prepaid, there's no contract or anything like that. And Verizon really could change this entirely on you at any point in time. So you could go buy it and next week they could raise the price or put a cap on the data or whatever they might do. Yeah. Cause the jetpack is going to run you about $200. Yeah. So you're going to need to make that investment and then you're going to, buy into a plan that you have no guarantee is going to be that plan next month, the month after we've been kind of talking back and forth on whether or not we want to roll the dice with this and see how it goes, because we could certainly benefit from having unlimited hotspot. But again, I don't like switching things up with the plan that we have, which is a really decent plan when there's no security that this is going to stay this way two months, five months, six months, 12 months from now. So, but it is a really good option, especially if you already have a jetpack. There has been some confusion when you call Verizon. People have been saying they can't find it. You have to call the prepaid people. You have to call the prepaid division. Have to say you want the prepaid unlimited jetpack. This feels like trying to find a phone number for Amazon. (laughs) It does. Has anyone (laughs) ever tried to find a phone number for Amazon? It is that it's probably some of the best sleuthing work I've ever done in my entire life trying to locate an Amazon. <laughs> they do not want you to call them. Oh, they do not. They do not want you to call them. They barely want you to email them. If you really want to try finding a phone number, try finding a phone number to Google. Oh, yeah. I well, that even, doesn't even exist. I don't exist. think they have they phones. Don't, no, they don't have phones. They only have Google. You can only get a hold of Google through Google email. Like, that's it. Just Gmail. That's all they have. They don't even talk to each other in offices. They just use Gmail. I'm convinced. There is just something in this modern world that we live in, especially with these super mega corporations. They don't want to talk to you. They want you to email them or they want you to get on their chat. And I'm using air quotes, even though you can't see them and talk to a real live person again with the air quotes. It is amazing how difficult it is to talk to these superpowers. 
So our friends over at the Mobile Internet Resource Center found out about this plan and have a whole really super detailed breakdown of all the new Verizon prepaid plans that we'll link to in the show notes. And you can find all all that information as well. Finally, in the news, we want to mention, of course, our latest National Parks podcast is out. This week's episode is on the Lost Horse Mine, which is right near us here at Joshua Tree National Park. What a surprise. We did a podcast on Joshua Tree. It is week after week. So much of our travels influence that podcast. And we spent a little time over in that area. Bussy's hanging out over there right now. Just seems kind of fitting to do a podcast about that park. So we hope you'll check that out as well as join us on RV Chat on Twitter this Sunday and every Sunday at 8 p.m. Central for 10 questions surrounding RVing under a certain topic, which has yet to be announced for this week. TBA. <laughs> TBA. I have to announce it sometime tomorrow, Jason. So I'm going to need you to make a decision on uh, what you yeah. want to do. Mm-hmm. Well, let's think. Should we decide right now? No, let's we go. shouldn't okay. actually, because people don't have three hours. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll have the answer to last week's brain teaser. Plus, we're going to talk a little bit about a winterizing issue winterizing when it comes to your generator something people often overlook a little bit we'll be right back be right back We are back with the answer to last week's brain teaser sponsored by our new sponsor, Thrive Market. We are so glad to have them here. Thrive Market is on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. And Thrive Market offers thousands of the best selling organic foods and natural products at up to 30 percent below retail prices. For your next camping trip, skip the store and get all your gluten-free, paleo, and non-GMO products delivered to your home just before you hitch up. Foods for specialty diets can be hard to find when traveling to remote destinations, but Thrive Market can send the quality you want at the price you deserve to any campground that accepts deliveries. And because Thrive Market wants to make healthy living a part of your travel lifestyle, all RV Miles listeners can save an additional 25% off the already marked down prices, along with a free 30-day trial. To get started, head over to thrivemarket.com slash rvmiles or check out the link in the show notes. That's thrivemarket.com slash rvmiles to get an additional 25% off and start your journey towards a healthier life at home or on the road. You guys, we just got our first Thrive Market order. It was like Christmas. And no joke, like they're our sponsor and they're paying us to be on the show. But no joke, this is one of the greatest things ever. I did an unboxing video, which will come up for our wondering family probably this weekend. But I was giddy. I understand now why my children like to watch unboxing videos, because I would totally watch somebody unbox their Thrive Market <laughs> I mean, it sounds so that sounds like such an adult thing to say. (laughs) I'm going to watch you unbox your food box. 
it's like going to Whole Foods for a lot less money and a lot more convenient. You asked me the other night, you were like, <laughs> what are you doing in there? You've been in there for so long. I was on the computer. I was like, I'm on Thrive Market. I can't, I can't stop looking at all of this stuff. I want it all. I mean, when we're out on the road, there are so many things that we want to get food wise that in some locations just doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. And to have the ability to send this food anywhere. It's amazing. It's, it's so amazing. And you would, ex- I would, I would have, I would have paid more. Like I would expect it cost would cost. Yeah, more. for sure. But it is cheaper than most of your organic options at any store. Yeah. And shipping is free for anything over forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. And show me anyone who goes to the grocery store, especially if you have a large family or you're buying for more than just yourself, who, do, who spends under forty nine ninety nine? Yeah. And awesome stuff that is great for camping stuff like, you know, like cans of, of like my Lara bars. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Lara bars, cans of coconut milk, you know, stuff that you don't have to put in the fridge, but can still use. Oh yeah. I'm going to knock out a serious, easy chicken curry recipe with those cans of coconut milk. That's why I bought them. You just, you wait, you didn't know this, but we're going to have like this totally easy chicken curry recipe over some rice tomorrow night. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds good. Anyway, we are very happy (laughs) to have Thrive Market on the show. That was a long intro to get to this (laughs) last week's brain teaser. And again, additional 25% off for our listeners. All right. Last week's brain teaser went like this. A bat and a ball cost $1.10 combined. The bat costs a dollar more than the ball. What does the ball cost? And this is like some, for some people, this is the super easiest. They're like, what are you talking about? It's, it's five cents. It's five cents, by the way. It is five cents. It's not 10 cents. Like I said, And for some people like me, when I first read it, it took me a long time to wrap around, wrap my head around why it was five cents. I kept thinking it was 10 cents as well. Like, yes, but of course it's not. That doesn't make any sense. If the, if the ball is 10 cents. And the bat is a dollar more than the ball. It has to be a dollar. That would mean the bat would be a dollar 10. That would mean together they're a dollar 20. Yeah. And that's not the answer. If it's got to be dollar 10, the ball has to be five cents. The bat is a dollar five and it comes together a dollar 10. This is like price is right stuff (laughs) right here. Like this is the kind of game that I would expect that I'd have to play on the price is right. And this is the kind of game I would expect to lose on the price is right. This is why I don't get to go to the showcase showdown. (laughs) This week's winner is Heidi Stevenson from Colorado. Heidi will be winning a not all who wander our last t-shirt and you'll have your chance to win yours at the end of the show. All right, we're changing up the format here of the show a little bit. This is making my palms sweat. This is wild. This is wild. I know. So we used to, every now and then, sometimes try to put a tip. When we remembered. Or a recommendation (laughs) for an app or something after the news, which always felt a little bit weird to us. So now we're going to move that to here after the brain teaser. And that gives it its permanent slot and will force us to do it every week. It will force Jason to do it every week. (laughs) No, you're going to have tips too. I, you know what? I got tips. You got tips. I got tips. Yeah. I got tips of the week. Yeah. So this week I wanted to talk a little bit about winterizing and there are a billion tutorials for winterizing all over the internet and we don't need to get into all the details about winterizing 
your RV. If you want to look up our episode where we talked about it a bit, we did it about this time last year. It was episode 20. (laughs) But I think, uh, you know, we don't winterize much, so we're really not the experts on that anyway. So I don't think we've ever bought the pink stuff. (laughs) No, no. So, but what I do want to mention though, is winterizing your portable generator, because this is important and people forget about this. You don't want to just leave your generator as is in storage over the course of the winter, because what happens is the fuel in it gums up things like your carburetor. There is a carburetor inside your little generator there. And it's just like a lawnmower. You don't want to let your lawnmower sit with fuel in it all winter long. So what you want to do, uh, you can leave fuel in it, but what you have to do is you, you need to put fuel stabilizer in the fuel for your generator. And uh, one of the popular brands is called Stabil. Just pour that in there and then you want to run it for a little bit, just enough to get that to run up through the system and run through the carburetor so that the stabilized fuel is in the carburetor. That way you can make sure it's not going to gum up everything while it sits over the course of the winter. And then you can either siphon out all the fuel that's left over, or you can just leave it in until the spring. But the thing you don't want to do is use that fuel in the spring. That fuel is done and bad and and gross. You don't want gasoline that has been sitting for months to be used again in the spring. So either, either siphon it out now or siphon out later or run it till it's dry. And then this would also be a really good time to do an oil change. It's always best to do an oil change just before you hit the winter in your generator. Hopefully you're changing the oil in your generator often, more often than we do, because I always forget. Oh, and you know what? (laughs) It never crossed my mind that you would need to do an oil change on a generator. And when you said that the other day, you're like, I really think I need to do an oil change on this generator. I kind of like cocked my head and looked at you and was like, huh? Well, you, you think, do an oil change on a generator, yeah, and, and, but it makes so much sense. Of course you do. And they recommend uh, the one we have recommends in the instructions every hundred hours of use, which well, who's keeping track. I'm sorry. Who's right, keeping track of exactly. that? But then in some of some of them have an hour counter and you can keep track of it that way. But if you have a week or two where you're using it heavily, you know, you could get up to a hundred hours really quickly. Yeah, we Definitely could tell after that boondocking stint that we did close to Zion a few weeks ago that after we were done there, it was time to do an oil change on the generator. Yeah. Plus also we accidentally let it sink far down into the mud after yeah. it had rained and that it, really it sort messed. of vibrated mm. itself down yeah. into the mud. Uh, and, and then the mud came up through sort of some of the vent holes inside of it. Yeah. I've got I've got a big project <laughs> yes. ahead of me. Yes. Taking our our little portable generator apart. That poor generator. We looked. We looked out the window too, uh, and I looked. And you were just like, the generator is vibrating itself down into the mud pit that is all around us, <laughs> and it was like, oh, what do we want to do about that? Because it is a mess out there. So if you want to look into how to winterize your generator, and you don't want to write down what I just said, just. Just go search any directions on winterizing a lawnmower. It's exactly the same deal. Or maybe RV Miles will put an article together on well, winterizing. That's asking for a lot now, isn't it? I'm Come just on. saying, I, I know a guy 
who might be able to write one of those. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our great annual holiday the, gear guide. Is that the name of it now? The great, the annual. great annual holiday. Isn't gear it just guide. the second annual holiday gift guide? Are we calling it a holiday gift guide or holiday gear guide? It's what a is holiday that? gift guide. Gear gift guide. No. Gift gear guide. No. Okay, fine. You're adding too many words into the title. It's our holiday gift guide. Yes. All right. Let's get into our awesome holiday gift guide. Sponsored by Ghost Sun. When you're out camping in the wild, miles from the nearest propane or electrical hookup, every bit of energy and fuel you can save matters. With Ghost Sun solar cookers, you can cook full, hot meals without propane, without electricity, without wood. Ghost Sun cookers trap the sun's rays to steam, bake, roast, and boil, even when it's cloudy. Using special reflectors to grab available heat from the sun and trap it, into a borosilicate glass tube where your food cooks at up to 550 degrees. Three different models offer the perfect combination of portability and cooking capacity. Visit gosun.co, that's .co, and use the code RVMILES to get 15% off all GoSun solar cookers and support this small Cincinnati-based company looking to change the way the world cooks with free energy and no harmful smoke or emissions. That's gosun.co with the code RVMILES for 15% off. And to kick our gear guide off, our first gift recommendation to you is a GoSun solar cooker. And the big reason why is they're having an awesome Black Friday special. They are having a crazy Black Friday special. And what is so cool about it is not only will you get their discount that they're doing on Black Friday, but then you can take an additional 15% off with this coupon code RV Miles. Their Go Sun Go, which is their smallest model, normally retails for $139. On Black Friday, they're going to offer it for $99. Then you're going to get another 15% off of that. That is an incredible deal. And that is going to go across the board for all of their models. If you have been interested in this product, this is the time to buy. If you know someone who is really into these cool, new, innovative ways of camping and cooking, this is the time to get one of these for them. They're going to go fast on Friday. It's going to be an awesome deal. And so just to be clear, this is a Black Friday deal, not a Cyber Monday deal. No, just we'll for Friday. We'll be talking about a couple Cyber Monday deals maybe uh, with next week's episode, but just for Black Friday on the day of the Friday after Thanksgiving online. All right. Next on the list, we've talked about these t-shirts before. These are different ones. Oh, we're going to talk about but them again. These are my favorite t-shirts on earth. These American backcountry t-shirts. Uh, we talked about the the Trails at 50 t-shirt on our fall gear guide. Now for our holiday gift guide, we've got the American Backcountry 2019 National Park shirts. These are really neat looking shirts. They're not only neat looking, they're absolutely designed with an outdoor enthusiast in mind. And that's what I love so much about them. The two designs that we have, we have the bison and we have the mirror. I think they have about six different national park themed designs. They're all going to be $25.99, but these are incredibly soft. 
They're moisture wicking. I keep wanting to wear mine to bed and Abby gets mad at me that I want to wear mine to bed because they're so, they're so soft. You do not wear your American Backcountry National (laughs) Parks t-shirt, Jason, to bed. You wear that out on the trail. All right. All right. (laughs) But there's just so much to like about these shirts. The design is just great. When you say it's a, the John, you have the John Muir one. I do. And it's sort of like, uh, it almost looks like an etching of John Muir. Uh, yeah. And and it's just really beautiful, but also hip and cool. And mine like has me. A, right, <laughs> and mine has a bison, but inside the bison is a scene, uh, and it's just and also has- really hip and cool, like me. Yes, and it has this like you, sort of like shiny, metallicy look to it inside the picture. It's hard to describe. Yeah. If the light catches it in a certain the way. Ink, the ink on these is is yeah. really high quality. Yeah. We have really enjoyed getting to know this company, this small company. And it's another reason why I really like and encourage people to support them is they're a small company, a startup company with an investment in our parks. And if you know someone who really loves the national parks or you yourself do, this is a great gift at a great price point. They're going to get a lot of use out of this out on the trails again, because like we said, moisture wicking. And it's also sort of got like, I call it stink proof, but and I'm sure there's, <laughs> I'm sure there's a fancier name for it, but it just kind of has everything that you want in a t-shirt. Antimicrobial. Thank you. But, you know, it's a shirt that you can roll up. You can stuff into your bag. You're going to be able to pull it out. You're going to be able to wear it a couple of times. It's just really great quality. Well, it's going to hold up. If you're a novice hiker, you might not know that you really if you're going out on a serious hike, you're really not supposed to wear cotton T-shirts because the cotton when cotton gets wet, it stays wet and it keeps you cold and it can cause hypothermia if you get caught in a serious rainstorm or something like that you you really want to be wearing synthetic fabrics or wool when you're out hiking and these being 100 percent moisture wicking polyester t-shirts they dry very quickly but nothing about them feels polyester oh no they're so soft it's like you said you want to wear them to bed but you don't but speaking of bedtime speaking of or comfy cozy, yes. yes. We have a couple great slipper recommendations for you. And slippers are sort of, to me, slippers are sort of the quintessential holiday gift. You really can't go wrong giving somebody slippers for a holiday if, if they don't already have slippers. Right? No, even if they have them, though, you still can't Even though go they wrong. do, they're probably terrible slippers that they have. They're not going to be as good as the ones you give them. (laughs) So we want to recommend to you two different slippers, one for men or, and one for women, but you know, they're kind of unisex. I mean, yeah, they're, they're super unisex, uh, even though they're labeled men's and women's from LL Bean. I have the men's wicked good moccasins and they look like, you know, moccasin style slippers, super, super warm, super comfy but what i love about these what makes them perfect for an rv or perfect for camping is that the bottom is actually a sole it's not a soft bottom it is a rubber soled bottom so you could you could turn this into your sort of outdoor camp shoe if you want to use it outdoor or if you're just going to keep it inside you don't have to worry about slipping on if you've got a slippery floor 
anything like that, it's, or if you just want to every now and then walk outside in these, you could do that if, you know, if you want to get them dirty, which is going to happen at a campground. Yeah. Unless you live in Wanderbus and then you're never allowed to wear them outside. Right. Because again, well, see, here's the <laughs> I thing. I sound like I have a lot of rules about clothes. You do. I kind of do. do. But the thing about these, I will say, and I have a pair as well. And what I have, the women's mountain slipper boot. So mine actually looks like an ankle boot and they retail for $75. I have never been an individual who likes to wear socks or likes to wear slippers when I'm walking around the house. I prefer kind of to be barefoot. When you live in an RV and you're traveling and you're in lots of different climates, it's cold. It's cold in the morning. Even when you're in the Southwest, the temperatures drop at night and the RV gets cold. The floors get cold unless you have heated floors, but not all of us have heated floors. These slippers have completely changed the game for me in the morning. It is so great to roll out of bed and put these immediately on and then just be able to walk through and feel like I'm wearing a shoe. I think that's always been my thing with slippers is I feel like they can't decide whether or not they're a shoe or a sock. And that kind of drives me nuts. (laughs) These, because they have that hard sole, they feel like a shoe, but they're comfortable like a sock. If that makes sense. I love everything about these and I am a complete and total convert. I went from not liking slippers to now being like, I can't, I can't live without these slippers. I think we need to get a second pair so we can have, we can each have a pair for camp shoes for outdoors. I would be completely fine with that. I would be fine with that. Another really nice thing about them is that both the shoes that Jason, the slippers Jason has and the ones I have, and our kids have the Jason style slipper as well. They have them for children. Those are going to retail for about $59. They're absolutely worth it. The kids love to have them tucked into their little cubbies. They put them on when they get up in the morning. Jason's moccasins are $79. They retail everyone's slippers, mine, Jason's, the boys, they are all water resistant. And I know you might think, well, why do they need to be? But let me just tell you, children bump into me when I'm holding my cup of coffee. You live in a small little space. Yeah. Little drips here and there happen. And they generally head towards your feet and head towards the floor. And again, it's another reason why they would make a good around the campsite shoe. Absolutely. The other thing, the final thing I want to mention about these is, you know, $79 might sound like a lot for a pair of slippers when you can go to Walmart and buy a $15 pair of slippers. The thing about these, first of all, they're never going to fall apart on you. They're not going to, they're not going to crush on you anything like that. But what makes them perfect for me, the reason that I love them the most is my feet do not get hot in them. I get warm, sweaty feet and any slipper I have ever worn, they just, it just makes my feet, you know, soak. And these like, you know, like high end raincoats, like high end winter coats, they breathe. They breathe so that your feet don't sweat. And, and that makes them comfortable to actually wear, not just something that looks like a good idea and then you buy it and you don't really use it. Absolutely. So let's keep trucking along. Otherwise, we're going to be here for like, Five hours. Hey, that's okay. 
Is it? Yeah, it really is. I don't think anyone wants to sit here and listen to us talk <laughs> for five hours. I don't. Next on the list is another clothing item. I have been looking for the longest time for a hat for myself, a good outdoor hiking, wide brimmed, lightweight, cool, good looking hat. How, how good looking, Jason? Because I think you just said that like three okay, times. Well, you know, I don't know. I feel like I look dumb in some of these hiking hats they have out there. I feel like. I feel like you have been for the last two years searching for your Indiana Jones of well, hats. Here's like what you happens. need to put it on and you need to feel like Indy. Like Indy is not Indy until he puts his hat on. Right. Well, and that happens. I go to the store, I put a hat on and I feel that I get, you know, really like it swells up inside of me. The music starts. And then I look at you and you just shake your head. No. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, now you make me sound awful. <laughs> no, I appreciate the honesty. If you don't think I look good in that hat, I don't look good in that hat. You don't. But thankfully after much searching, we have found the hat and we found it at the most amazing price range. So what I love this. So what I have is the cool KUHL. It's a, you know, a, a well-known brand of, of hiking and outdoor gear, KUHL, the cool Sunblade hat. And what I love about this hat is that it doesn't look exactly like all those other wide brim hats. That it you doesn't can pick look up. like a saucer on top of no, your hat. It's not, it's not as wide. It's, it's got the same length in the front and same length in the back, but it's not as wide on the sides. Yeah. It almost looks a little bit like a fireman hat. A little know. bit. But it does, don't, yeah. don't let that turn you off. It, it looks in a good way. It looks, it looks good. Yeah, firemen are cool. And it comes in two colors. It comes in sort of a, a sage green and, and a light khaki. And I have the sage green one and it's, it's got a 3d mesh to keep the fabric off your skin and provide cooling ventilation. There's a sweatband inside of it. This is the coolest thing. There's a sweatband inside it that wicks moisture away, but it also cools you as, as it wicks the moisture away. You can wear it forwards or backwards. So there's a there's a brim, a bigger brim on the back and a shorter one on the front, but you can flip it around and have the big brim go forward if it's like a super sunny day or it's rainy or something. It's got a it's got a cord that, you know, those cords that they have that, to hold them onto your neck are nice and all, but sometimes they get away in the way and are annoying. This one removes really easily. There are just so many really cool features I love about this hat. And it is available online in a lot of different places. We'll put a link in the show notes. For about $45. But the best thing that we found about this hat is that it's available at Shields stores. If you have a Shields store near you, in store only for $28. And we've seen it in multiple stores there. $28 for a really high end hiking hat. Yeah. I feel like for some people, their quest as a camper is to find the perfect camp chair or the perfect lantern or the perfect kettle for Jason. It has been to find the hat. He has been searching for his hat for over two years. And this one, hands down, it's just ticked all the boxes. Plus he looks very handsome in it. Oh, thank you. Well, of course, you know, I'm a little biased, but it's such a great price. And even at $45, it's still a really great price. But if you can go to Shields and get it for 28, hey, even better, right? Right. 
All right, sticking with the hiking theme, we have not really been hiking or trekking pole people. You know, the trekking poles that you use to keep your balance when you're when you're out there on the trail. No, because usually we have like a small person right. in both hands. <laughs> now that our kids are getting a little bit older and they're doing walking on their own, we we have come around back to trekking poles and have started using them again. And we have found ones that really work well. Part of the reason we hated them before and the reason that we like these is that they can get heavy. You know, if you can, if you get cheap ones, uh, they're often super heavy. And the ones we found are carbon fiber, which makes them incredibly light. They are so light. It's like you just, you don't even have anything in your hand. But carbon fiber trekking poles are usually hundreds of dollars. So that's like, you know, way out of the question for us to just try something out. But these are the Montem Ultralight 3K carbon fiber trekking poles. And they retail for $99 for a pair. It comes in a nice carrying bag and has different tips. So you can, it has a snow tip, a sand tip, uh, an, a sort of like ice pick tip, and sort of a rubber tip for hard surfaces like concrete. These are just the greatest things on earth. And I can't believe we honestly haven't been trekking pole people in the past. And honestly, now that I'm using them, I feel like we would have been better off using them when we were carrying Henry on our back. Oh, I know. I wish I had had more support for feeling like you're a foot taller than you are with all this weight up there. And hiking poles really do make a difference. Even if you're going on short, short hikes to just keep your momentum, keep your balance, keep you feeling stable and comfortable. But they're also super important. If you're going on one of those hikes that you're on some sort of ledge type trails where you're near an edge and it's super windy, the footing isn't stable. This can be really important to help keep you safe and upright. I think these are great as a gift for anyone who might know someone who's getting into hiking or is a hiking enthusiast. That's what's the nice thing about these poles and their versatility is that they compliment someone who is new to the trails, who is just kind of starting to build their stamina and maybe just going out on these shorter hikes to the really seasoned hiker who is going out there for these long distance hikes, even the ones that are going to take them into the backcountry for overnight. They're so light that you don't feel like you're holding on to them. And yet when you put them in your pack and you want to put them away, they're not adding to the weight of what you already have. Yeah. And they're retractable so that they actually collapse down to a fairly small size, which also makes them adjustable for your height. Yeah. I mean, these are these are adjustable enough to where Henry could use them. Absolutely. And I think at this price point for ninety nine dollars for this kind of quality hiking pole, you just you cannot go wrong. No. I mean, again, carbon fiber. For $99, it's really hard to find and, and really hard to beat that price. All right. I think this would be a good time to take a break. Yeah. Let's all just go absorb the gifts we have already talked about. Go make our notes. <laughs> and when we come back, we're going to have some more really awesome holiday gift ideas. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
All right, we're back with more holiday gift items for you to consider for your loved ones, for yourself. For yourself. Let's be honest here. Yeah. You're going to be buying this stuff for yourself, right? I like, mean, I mean, you can buy it for your partner. We don't buy each other stuff. Like no. we buy ourselves stuff. <laughs> no, but you know what? What's mine is mine and what's yours is mine. So don't right. worry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next item. This is truly a great thing for RVers. Yeah. This is really like one of those very, very specific items and it's also one of those items that you never knew you needed in your life until you had it we are apologizing in advance but you're gonna need this you are gonna need it you're gonna need it your friends are gonna need it everyone who owns an rv is going to want one of these (laughs) so first of all this company that makes this item that we're going to discuss here is called blue ridge chair works and they make wooden versions of camping chairs like really nice wooden and canvas camping chairs and you should check those out as well but but that's not what we're here to talk what about we're here mm-hmm. to talk about is this thing they make called the landing pad and what this is it is a mat made out of pieces of durable white ash wood really solid and strong and it rolls up and then when you unroll it it's got three stiffener boards that just snap to it And it makes you a solid mat made out of wood, which is raised up off the ground. I immediately, when I saw this, thought this is exactly what I want when I'm in the Southwest. I want to be able to put this mat down by the door and have a step onto that and take shoes off before we come in. It's just a perfect landing pad. Yes. Which is what it is. Yeah, that name is not like hiding anything. That's exactly (laughs) what it is. For outside the stairs of your RV. We, you know, we have one of those mats that, that, you know, the rain goes through that you buy at Walmart or wherever. But we don't generally put that right in front of our door. We like to have that sort of off to the side where we have our chairs and where we put our outdoor kitchen stuff. Or the kids well. like to set that up as a play yeah. area by the bus. So we always have a doormat in in front of in front of the door, and the doormat always gets absolutely disgusting. I really considered just throwing away our last doormat after that boondocking stint we did. After we got slammed with rain and there's just mud and dirt everywhere, because I thought it's almost easier for me to throw it away than to try and salvage it. It was just so filthy. And that is where this landing pad would have been so awesome to have. And then it just rolls up and you put it in a bag that it comes with. It's about half the size of a, the same shape though, as like a a camping chair bag and, and toss it with, with your stuff and in your storage and you're good to go. Well, and here's another really great thing about it too, is that you can also use it to rinse off your feet. You can. Yeah. If you've got an outdoor shower. Yes. This is exactly. a great thing to stand on. So your feet aren't standing in the dirt and mud or whatever. Like you're raised up above it and it rinses out below you. Perfect for that. It's also perfect in regards to what I was saying about our mat in front of the door. If we had had this in front of the door and it had become filthy. Okay. Boom. Woo. We just rinse it right off. We're good to go. Yeah. And if you want a solid surface for like a, a picnic, you know, you're going to lay out on a blanket or something. You can lay one of these down and use it for that. You could use it on the beach. It's It's, really versatile. Yes, it is 
probably up there with one of my more favorite RV items that we have encountered in the, I didn't know I need this, but I really did need it. And now my life has forever changed category. It's $116, which may sound pricey, but it's a good price for what you're getting. This is um, really quality wood, quality construction. This is going to last you a really, really long time. Yeah. And this is a great gift for the RVer that has everything because I guarantee you they don't have this. This this is going to be, this is going to be one of the hot things. This is going to be like one of the Instapot things. This is going to be one of the hot things next year. I I really feel like that. You got an Instapot, got a landing (laughs) pad. You can put your Instapot on the landing pad. There you go. (laughs) Moving right along. Our next item is a board game. A little family fun. Who, well, I was going to say who doesn't love board games, but well, I'm guessing doesn't? there might be some of you out there that don't like board games. Okay. But hey, I love board games. Yeah. You do you. Everyone else go get a board game. <laughs> we have this board game that's simply called Camp. And you may have seen it in stores. We got it at L.L. Bean, but it's available elsewhere as well. And this is a board game that is full of trivia questions about the great outdoors and geography and and all that sort of stuff everything related to camping in the outdoor lifestyle and what we love the most about this game is that the trivia questions are categorized by age yes so when you land on a square and you have to answer a question from a card there are four questions on that card based on how old you are and what age group you're in. It's really nice because it has allowed Henry to play, actively play with his family. Oftentimes, a game like this will be for eight and older. And this is not the case with this one. Henry, who is five, is able to actively play the game alongside his siblings and his parents. And none of us are sacrificing are questions, if that makes sense. Like I'm still being asked age appropriate questions. So are Jack and Ethan. And now so is Henry. And I just really appreciate that about this game. Not to mention the fact that the kids love being able to answer questions that tie in with their travels and their life outdoors. There are so many times when we play this game and it sparks a memory of somewhere that we've been And then that sparks a conversation about that park or that campground or that city. And I love that about this game. The other thing I love about this game is that it doesn't take a ridiculously long amount of time to play. You get it done in a reasonable amount of time and it takes about the same amount of time every time, which is more important for us as parents than I would have thought, (laughs) but it really does matter. Boy, shoots and ladders. (laughs) You wouldn't think that game's going to take a long time, but boy, wow, shoots and ladders. <laughs> this is not shoots and ladders. And anyone who has sat down to play shoots and ladders with their kids knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> that game can be like the never ending game. <laughs> thankfully, camp is not that. Also, thankfully about camp is that it does have a really solid retail price on it. It's about $29.95. And if you look at some of the games, I think in this same area in regards to quality and pieces and the amount of cards and questions, you know, those games now are going for 40, 
50. Yeah, board games have gotten expensive. They really have. And the quality of the board game and the intricacy of a board game has really gotten quite wild these days, too. Camp is up there in that genre for me in regards to quality. And yet they have kept the price reasonably affordable at $29.95. Next on the list, everybody needs a pair of sunglasses, right? I need three. Abby needs three. I need three, but I don't need them at the same time. I lose a pair every month and then need another one. Yes. This so is three why, will last me, you know, three months. This is why Jason needs a pair of Shady Rays, which is the company that is on our holiday gift guide this year. If you are looking for a great pair of sunglasses, we absolutely recommend Shady Rays. And one of the reasons why is because they come with a lifetime warranty. If they are lost or broken, they will replace them. They're in the medium range, I'd, I'd say, in terms of pricing. Their prices are really good. And then you get this lifetime guarantee. I mean, they're not going to cost you what you're going to spend to buy a pair of Oakleys or something like that. No, but you know what? If you go to Target now and you just want to buy a pair of sunglasses at Target, you're looking to pay close to $20. So these are the aviators are $68. The classics are $45. And the classics are going to be what you think of a, a classic sunglass look. These are shatter resistant, high visibility, polarized lenses, and they stand behind them with this lifetime craftsmanship warranty and replacement warranty if they're lost or broken. They also do a really cool thing where they send 11 meals to fight hunger through the Feeding America organization with every order placed. How great is that? Yeah, I think that that's a really fantastic aspect to this company. And again, because they keep their sunglasses reasonable and they also do snow goggles. So if you have someone in your life who is an avid skier, the price for the snow goggle starts at $60 and you can go on there and you can customize a pair for the skier in your life. But considering how many sunglasses we have gone through in our lifetime, but also considering and for the longest time, I've always been a Ray-Ban person. That's just been my go-to brand. I absolutely am ready to release Ray-Ban from my life <laughs> and move to Shady Rays because $45 for a pair of sunglasses in a style that I want that is such a good price. And that's a reasonable price and a reasonable gift to give to someone because, again, these are durable. They're going to be great for the outdoors. One of the things that often happens is I will go to put you know, my sunglasses on top of my head or something. I'm looking for something or whatever. We're out on a trail and they slide right off and they smack right up against a rock. Happens all the time. And I love the fact that I feel like with these, I could have that happen and not have to buy a new pair of sunglasses. Sticking with headwear, let's talk about the National Park Junkies who rag. Let's talk about it, please, because I, first off, I don't know who came up with the name who rag, but I would like to talk to them. And I just need to know why. Why is it called it's a It's like a do rag, but it's a who rag. But why? I don't know. Okay, there, there you go. But we gave one of these away. We did on a, a brain teaser really early on. I loved it so much that I went and purchased one for myself, and I've had it for about a year now. 
And what is so great about a who rag as opposed to a bandana is the versatility of it. I can so use it. Let's explain what it is. Yeah. It, okay. It's like a okay. loop of, of stretchy, stretchy fabric. fabric. Yes. Right? So it's all one piece and it's fairly big. So you can do so many things with it. You can wear it as a bandana. You can use it to cover your face. Like let's say you want to have your nose and your mouth covered and you're, you know, maybe perhaps you're in a, a, a dusty area. You can wear it around your neck as a sweat bandana. I've had it around my wrist. I have used it to hold a ponytail. I've used, there's just, there are so many options and there are all these different tutorials. I mean, it's amazing the kind of things you can do with a who rag and the price is fantastic. Wanderlust is the company that makes the National Park Junkies brand. They have t-shirts and bandanas and who rags under this National Parks Junkies umbrella. The who rag is $15. It is a great stocking stuffer gift for your National Park fan. It's going to have, again, that microfiber that wicks away moisture. We've talked about that, like with the American Backcountry t-shirt. And it's going to protect you from the sun's UV rays. So it's doing everything you want headgear to do for you when you are out on the trail. And it's a great alternative to wearing a hat. If you're not a hat person or you have very limited space in your backpack, especially if you're trying to pack light, going out into the backcountry for a few days or a week, this who rag will just stuff right in there. And then it's going to serve you in so many different ways. I love this thing. Next on the list, we've been having an amazing amount of fun learning to play a ukulele. I think this is the most surprising thing that we have put on the list because I would not think that a ukulele would be something that the RVer travel outdoor enthusiast should have. But now that we have one and it's so compact and it just travels around with us and we are learning to play all these different songs, I can't imagine not having it in the bus. Well, if you think about like, you know, sitting around a campfire with a guitar, that's sort of like a, a it's a, very iconic, a, an iconic thing. And and it's hard to travel with a guitar, especially if you don't know how to play a guitar. Yeah, I think that's the thing. If you know how to play the guitar and it is a very important instrument to you, of course, you are going to be able to find space for it in your RV, in your van, in your bus. When you are a family of five traveling around and your children are expressing an interest in wanting to learn an instrument, and the instruments they're coming to you with are the drums, the piano, the guitar, the bass. All of those things are amazing instruments that I would love for the kids to learn how to play. They're not very realistic in regards to the amount of space that we have. And so when Jack was really starting to get into string instruments and playing around with what did he want to learn, he fell on the ukulele without any pushing from his mom and dad into that genre. He fell right into it. And it's so great to have. And it's fairly easy to learn it's, how to play. It's light years easier than learning how to play a guitar because it only has four strings. So most of the chords 
take three of your fingers, right? Where on a guitar, you may be trying to use five fingers sometimes, but often four. And the strings are a lot easier to press down. Some chords are, are one finger. So it's just so much easier to pick up chords and, and just practice on a ukulele. So it's a great, great starter instrument for somebody just learning about music. I've been playing with it. Jack's been playing with it. There's a whole lot of free resources online. There are tons of people playing ukuleles and you can get all kinds of songs downloading the the tabs for them for free. So you They're don't have very to put money trendy. into it. It's, it's just a really cool thing. So we have the Aklat ukulele, which is 60 bucks. And this is not an instrument that you need to spend a ton of money on. You can go to a store like Guitar Center and just the case for a ukulele is 60 bucks. So this was a gift from from Jack's grandparents to him. And it's just brought him and us so much joy around the campsite. Yeah. And what's nice about this one, too, is that it comes with a carrying case. It comes with a tuner. It's really compact. And so if you know someone or you yourself are kind of interested in music or as a budding musician and just kind of wants to have something to play around with as they figure out like exactly what instrument they might want to focus in on. The ukulele and at this $59 price point is a fantastic starter instrument for anyone out on the road. All right. As we come towards the end of our list here, this is sort of our big item on the list. Our big ticket item. But it's not even that big of a ticket item. One of the new popular things for RVers these days is to get e-bikes or electric bikes to take you around the campground and around parks with a little bit of support, a little bit of a boost so that you're not powering it all yourself. And there are other ways that people get around campgrounds with golf carts and, and regular bikes. We have recently acquired a electric scooter. Jason cannot say this without like the biggest smile on his face. Jason recently acquired is really what we should be saying. This is like the L-shaped scooter that you stand on. And we have been seeing these in city after city. All these cities now are bringing in these scooter share programs. The sort of like the bike share programs a lot of cities have where you can rent a bike on every corner. Now they're having these scooter share programs where you can pick up an electric scooter. And we've seen people zipping around LA, zipping around Salt Lake City, Oklahoma City, Kansas City on these electric scooters. They go really fast. They do. <laughs> so we have one now and it is so great for getting around a campground. It's, you know, especially if you've got like a 20 minute walk to get to the trash can, you know, you've been to those places where three times a day you're taking out your little grocery bag size trash bag and, and the trash dumpster is all the way at the front office. It's really super convenient for that type of thing. Yeah. Now you can just jump on and we should say what we have. It is the Swagtron Swagger 5 scooter. Yes, it is as cool Swagger. as its name. It really does hold up to its swag name. So this thing can go up to eight and it depends on your weight, depends on the weight of the person on it. I'm a big guy. It goes a little slower for me, but this thing can go up to 18 miles an hour. The first time I got on it, I did not expect it to take off as quickly as it did. And when I got off, I was my palms were sweating and I had just been gripping the handlebars, but I had had so much fun. And all I could think of was 
hmm, I wonder if I could just pop down to like the nearest Starbucks with this you thing could. and get a See, little you, coffee. You were a little nervous on it. I, it, I was. I'm not was. nervous on it at all. I'm totally comfortable on it right right from the start. I, I absolutely was. But that's just me. And that's just kind of who I am. If it's something I don't do regularly, the first few minutes or the first tries, I'm going to feel a little nervous about it until I settle in. And I settled into this scooter so much faster than I expected to because it's solid, it's smooth, and all of the braking and everything that you need to operate it is just right there conveniently at hand's reach. I never felt unsafe. It has three speed. It has three gears. They call them gears, but they're really sort of speed ranges. So you can set it on. If you're nervous about going too fast, you just set it on one and you, it won't go over like five miles an hour. Right. So you can, you can use it to whatever your comfortability level is. And it'll go for a long way on one charge. Yeah, the it battery really on will. this is very, it, very solid. It's, it's very so. The battery is in the base, and then the the front wheel is the drive wheel, and the back wheel has a brake on it. And there's a there's a hand brake that you that you use, and it's got a, a mount for your phone, so you can mount your phone to it. And then there's actually a Bluetooth app that connects to it and can show you like a speedometer. And can allow you to change the gears and turn the headlight on and gives you sort of information about like how many miles your trip has been, stuff like that. You don't have to use your phone with it. It's still, there's a a button in the display and it still works without all that stuff. But I think it's kind of cool to have. Yeah. Jason loves the fact that he can attach his phone to it. Jason is a big, like, let's take it from this level to the next level. And that's Jason. (laughs) So I think you're going to be seeing a lot more of these at campgrounds because like they, like I said, they're an affordable way to get around a electric bike is going to set you back a couple thousand dollars minimum. Some of them are four or $5,000 for an electric bike. These are 400 bucks. It's, yeah, it's, I, it's an excellent deal to be able to just zip around a campground and, and come back to your site in no time at all without having to go start up the car, especially if you don't have a separate vehicle. Perfect for that. Yeah. And the kids really love it too. It's brought the entire family so much joy and fun. All right. To wrap up our gift guide, we want to talk about one place that you might not have thought about to get gifts for your loved ones this holiday season or for yourself. And that's National Park Service gift shops. Yeah. And what's really cool about this and that we have been discovering is that a lot of times you don't actually need to go to the gift shop itself. They're going to have an online store. And a lot of times that store is going to be run by the park association attached to that National Park Service site. So for instance, we have a new national park this year. Gateway Arch has become our 60th national park. This could be a great opportunity to give a national park fan a piece of our newly minted national park. Yeah, because all the stuff that says Gateway Arch National Park on it, that's all new. That's all new. Even if somebody's been there before, they might not have stuff that says Gateway Arch National Park on it. And you can go, you do not have to live in the St. Louis area. The Jefferson National Park Association oversees 
the gift shop associated with Gateway. They also oversee several other national park sites in the area like Voyagers. You can go to their website and you can shop online for these items that range from T-shirts, you know, that are going to say Gateway Arch or even some of them still say like Jefferson National Expansion Memorial. And that's what it used to be called. So if you're like wanting to snag a piece of old history before all of those are wiped out, you know, these T-shirts are going to run about $19. If you have a junior ranger in your family, a little person who is working towards collecting all of their badges, hint, hint, Nana and Papa, this is a great place to shop. You can get the cute little junior ranger outfits. And can you just imagine a cute little guy, a little girl dressed up as a junior ranger? I can't even stand it with a little hat. It's so adorable. And the nice thing about these purchases, whether it is a t-shirt or a coffee mug or jewelry or kid-friendly items like stuffed animals, the Junior Ranger outfits, books. All of that money goes to support the parks. And for instance, again, going back to the Jefferson National Park Association, when you make a purchase through them, you're helping to provide educational programming, exhibits, and site improvements. And these are, as we know, desperately needed items within our National Park Service. So it's a nice way to be able to take your holiday money, put it towards something that's going to help the parks and also be a great gift for that National Park enthusiast. I have a pair of earrings from Gateway that I absolutely love. They were all of, I think, $18 and they are shaped like the arch keystone, which was the very final piece to go into the arch. It's no secret that Jason and I are big fans of St. Louis. It holds a really special place in our hearts. So these earrings, they're not too big. I tend to be one who likes earrings on the smaller side. They're very understated. I love that they're a little piece of the national park without screaming like national park jewelry. And they were all, they were under $20. Again, it's a really great stocking stuffer and that money goes back into the parks. Ethan is, Ethan has been sort of obsessed with Lewis and Clark ever since we traveled most of the Lewis and Clark trail and every gift shop we've gone to, he's always wanted to get a spyglass. So we've ordered for him for Christmas a, a spyglass from Gateway Arch National Park that he'll be able to go out and pretend to be, you know, explorer. Because oh, he I loves can't to wait. play explorer. I can't wait to see him doing that. It's just a really nice way to connect with the parks without having to be at them. So I think that's a really nice way to wrap up the 2018 holiday gift guide. Of course, we will put all of this together in an article linking you to all these items. If you're interested in purchasing them, we have not been paid for any of these recommendations nope. other than the the recommendations of, of purchasing things from our sponsors, which we highly recommend you do because we, we love our sponsors and we choose them because 
they are great companies with great products, not because they just, you know, want to be on the show. Well, and also because we really appreciate their mission. A lot of times our sponsors, when we work with them, they are doing something within their organization that is also giving back to the community. And we think that that is really important that we use whatever platform we are given to improve whatever aspects of society, of life, or or of ourselves as individuals that we can do. And so, again, as Jason said, we're not paid to share this information with you. It's just stuff we think is really, really cool. And some of it happens to come from some people that we think are really, really cool and enjoy working with. So on that note, the three and a half hour holiday gift guide is now going to wrap (laughs) up (laughs) and I am going to go find the nearest couch (laughs) and enjoy the rest of my Friday evening with some great British baking show. And I'm going to go sit and edit this thing until two in the morning. You are. And how fortunate and lucky are you that we get to do this every week and as we roll into the holidays. We are very fortunate. Yeah, I don't want to be one of those people that complains about all the editing I have to do. every. No, we're blessed that we get to do it. So thank you guys so much for listening. But before we run out, I almost forgot before we run out. It's time for a new brain teaser, Mr. Epperson. I liked our little short riddle this last week. So this week's is another short little riddle. This will help shorten the episode some. Oh, yeah. We just went from three and a half hours to three hours and 25 minutes. Sorry. What is three sevenths chicken, two thirds cat, and half goat? A turducken. (laughs) Gross. No. (laughs) If you know the answer, email us at editor at rvmiles.com and you'll have a chance to win a Not All Who Wander Are Lost t-shirt we'll have the answer to that brain teaser and a whole lot more on next week's episode of rv miles we sure will and as always if you're enjoying the podcast we would love it if you would share it around your social media channels or if you're not subscribed please just click that little subscribe button so that you never miss an episode but as we roll into the thanksgiving holiday jason and i would just like you to know that we are incredibly thankful for you and we are incredibly thankful that you join us week after week. And so we will see you after we have all stuffed our faces with turducken on the next episode. We will not be having turducken. (laughs) Turducken. We're going to have tacos. No. We're having tacos and the kids are probably having mac and cheese. We will see you next week. And until then, keep logging those RV miles. Bye. Bye.